Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Endure It podcast. I am your host, Rachel Thomas. Happy belated Valentine's Day. I hope you got some delicious, yummy chocolate. You got to find joy in the simple things, right? We had fun exchanging Valentine's with the kids. We went to the beach a couple days last weekend, and um, it was very cold, but it was really, it was pretty out there, relaxing. The sound of the ocean, no matter what the temperature is, is always relaxing. Zach had wanted to do a little Valentine getaway, and I wasn't feeling good the first day we got there, and the weather was very gray and cloudy, very cold. I was kind of bummed about that, but we bundled up. We enjoyed the beach and enjoyed the little cabin that we stayed in. But the next day was beautiful. The sun was out. The sky was clear. We got to watch the sunrise and it was just gorgeous weather. Made me think about life. You know, sometimes we wake up and we don't know what the day holds for us, especially if you're somebody who's in a difficult situation. You're struggling. You have an illness or whatever your your difficulty may be. Some of us have difficulties that come and go and we master them. We move on. And some of us are in difficulties that last for years, long periods of time that really require some thought-out discipline to really stay positive in your mind and make the best of each day. But I was just thinking about how drastic the, the weather differences were those two days and just how sometimes we can just take a deep breath and say tomorrow could be a better day. And we just, we hope for a better day and, and how drastically different those days can truly look. One day could be really difficult, hard, full of just struggle. And then the next day, it's not as bad. It's it's manageable and you find you find more joy the next day you find more peace and just reminded me of the weather one day it was very cloudy very dark and the next day the sun's out so maybe that encourages you maybe today's a tough day for you maybe it's really really difficult what you're walking through maybe your your body pain is really bad today or your your doubt is really bad maybe just maybe tomorrow is a reset maybe tomorrow is a, is a better day and I'm thankful for the gift of another day. Can you imagine if we were stuck in the same day with the same jury weather, with that same outlook, that would be hard. But thank goodness the scriptures say that his mercies are renewed every morning. So there's always the opportunity to start over, Lord willing, the next day. We can, we can truly say what a difference a day makes or what a difference a day can make. I thought we could talk real quick today about one other thing that we can do to help improve our health, our energy, our mental state. And I wanted to kind of talk about this one because recently with the Revelation Wellness Program, they completed a 21-day fast from sugar. And sugar is the thing that just brings a lot of us to our knees. Sugar is, is good, tastes good. And sugar is in almost everything that we eat or drink. If you start reading labels and looking at sugar content and the weirdest, strangest things, you will find sugar. It's almost as if most of us in America are addicted to sugar. Sugar can have the same effect on the brain as the drug cocaine. So it is, it is addictive. Do I like sugar? Yes, I like sugar. I like a Snickers bar every now and then or a dark Milky Way. Oh my gosh, that's my favorite. It's dark Milky Way. But if you read up on sugar, truly dissect the effects of sugar on our bodies, it's, it's just not good. I'm really, really hoping that when we get to heaven, that there is 
just an overabundance of sweets because I love sweets. Sweets has always been a weakness for me. Dessert, German chocolate cake is one of my favorites. Cheesecake is one of my favorites. So I'm really hoping and banking that we cross over and we are glorified that we're going to have some of the best desserts that have never even been heard of or tasted. Sugar is linked to a lot of health issues. And one of the main ones is one that I battle and it starts with an I. Can you guess it? It is inflammation. And inflammation can be the root source of a lot of diseases, illnesses, cancers. I'm not a doctor. I'm just sharing what I've researched on my own and what I've discovered for myself. I can tell you that within the Revelation Wellness community that I'm a part of, a lot of the ladies that took the challenge and did the 21-day sugar fast, they were sharing all kinds of crazy stories of the differences they were noticing after coming off sugar as much as they could for 21 days. Because like I said, it's in a lot of stuff. So if you're going to cut sugar, that's going to be a, a challenge in itself. But they were, some, some women, their acne had cleared up. Uh, one woman had posted a before and after picture of her tongue. The first picture of her tongue is just coated in this grayish looking film. And then the picture of her tongue after the fast, her tongue is clear. You know, she's like, oh my gosh, my energy levels are so different. Um, another individual shared how she noticed a huge reduction in chronic pain in her joints from cutting sugar. I mean, just think, one can of Dr. Pepper has about 40 grams of sugar in it. One can of Dr. Pepper, so one drink in your day. The, the, the average that they say that Americans should keep their sugar intake around is 30 grams a day or less. So if you drank a Dr. Pepper, you've already went over that. And plus the other food that you're eating, you know, has sugar. So it's way higher than what we should be consuming. Sugar uh, or high levels of sugar and sugar frequently is linked to things like obesity, cardiovascular issues, diabetes for sure, inflammation, gut issues, and not to mention teeth, you know, especially for kids if they, if they don't brush regularly. We all know sugar just, the dentist used to call them sugar bugs when I was a kid. It does break down teeth. I can tell you, I noticed that we went through a period of time in our family where I was still learning <laughs> about health stuff and we had stopped eating a lot of beef. I was buying a lot of chicken and a lot of turkey and things like that to eat. And after a couple years of us doing that, I noticed that one of our kids was just kind of emotionally changing to be more withdrawn, had more angry outbursts that would just come out of nowhere. Like, what is going on? Why, why is it? Why are you doing this? And I started thinking to myself, okay, I'm going to try the regiment that the doctors have put me on with my child and see if we um, can bring any improvement because it, like I said, it was just kind of out of, out of the norm. And I started thinking, well, I'm not feeding them beef. So maybe they're low on B12, which is crucial. I've learned that lesson I've shared with you all. that B12 is a must have the B vitamins. And so we put this child on the same things that I was doing a daily vitamin with B12, all the B vitamins, a probiotic for gut, 
because this child of ours was also waking up with indigestion at night. I thought, that's really strange. You know, indigestion shouldn't be happening at this young of an age. So obviously something going on in the gut. So we did a daily vitamin with all the B vitamins. We did a probiotic and I reduced the sugar in my child's diet. I said, let's give it about a month and see if we see any changes just from these basic things that we're doing. And I started making this child exercise. I said, you're going to get out for at least four to five days a week, do some exercise for at least 20, 30 minutes. I can tell you within a month, two months, maybe I had a different kid. And we were just like, wow, this is huge. Like this made a huge, huge difference in my child's life. And these are just basic things that any parent can do really. Daily vitamin. They have probiotics at HEB that are kind of in a yogurt form and they're small. And I had put the kids on those for a while. And so, and then reducing sugar and putting in some sort of exercise. We saw a huge difference. I'm a firm believer that less sugar is better even though I love sweets and I love chocolate. You hear me talk about chocolate and you've heard me talk about the mod cake at the no name cake at mod pizza that I used to love to eat occasionally. I think a lot of times it comes down to moderation, discipline for sure, because like I said, we're, we're so used to having sugar that we are semi addicted to it because it's in everything and it tastes good and it makes us feel good. And it gives us this false sense of happiness, you know, while it's lasting, but then it spikes our glucose levels in our body. And then we have a crash and it's just, it's a disaster. So some of the things that I do for a sweet substitute, if I'm having a sweet craving or I just, I need something sweet, obviously try fruit and sometimes uh, strawberries dipped in a pretty good choice of dark chocolate. And every now and then I'll have a Hershey kiss. I'll have one or two limit myself but it's hard to just walk away from sugar because it's just, it's hard, but it can be done. I think the benefits of reducing it are, are, they're, they're worth it. When you look at the diseases and the things that it's connected to, it is, it's worth it. And how do you do it? One step at a time. Maybe start reducing slowly. Don't go cold turkey, or maybe some of you can, I don't know. But the testimonies that I read from this, this 21 day fast that we all just finished, it was very incredible. There wasn't anybody that said they felt worse from cutting sugar. Now, if you're diabetic and all that, well, that's a whole other issue. And, you know, obviously consult a doctor. I'm not a doctor, but I am just sharing you things that um, I've learned through this process. This is something you can go and study and learn for yourself and, and make a decision for you and your family. I just wanted to share those little bits of information with you today in hopes of helping someone else, maybe Sugar is a hang-up for you, and I just encourage you to pray about it and walk away slowly. Find yourself some alternatives that you can snack on when you do have a sugar craving, because taking away everything makes it really difficult. But if you've got a backup plan, kind of helps to soften the blow. And we can hold on to the hope of one day, one day, we won't have to worry about this problem. <laughs> there won't be any sickness or disease or crying over not having, not being able to have sugar and We will just probably eat some of the most glorious tasting food that we can't even imagine. It's, it's so hard to comprehend a lot of times that we are, we're living in a a fleshly body and it's gonna, it's gonna get sick. It's gonna fail us. It's gonna quit working. It's, we just, we don't know what we're going to face in this life. And it's, it's hard to, um, it's hard to walk that out sometimes because we forget that 
you know, we're dying and we're closer to death every day. Every day we wake up one day closer to our appointed time to exit the planet. The, this life is ravaged with disease and suffering. And we've, we've talked about this many times on the podcast before. We just have to keep it in that healthy perspective. You know, we don't live obsessing about dying and death and, and, and becoming riddled with anxiety over it. But just keeping it in the mind health in a healthy state that that's our reality these bodies are fallen they are not made to last forever my my sister had sent me a quote the other day that was it really i i just found it to be like a breath of fresh air in the midst of all the crazy that we're dealing with in the world today and it says this dear christian for 80 years or less we'll suffer but for a thousand years and more we'll rest forever for a million years and more, we'll rejoice forever. And for a billion years and more, we'll be with Christ forever. So this helped me immediately just keep things in perspective. For 80 years or less, we're going to suffer. But if we compare it to a billion years or more with Christ, it is so incredibly worth it. And it just, it helps to keep it in perspective. I've been thinking recently about heaven being our place of rest. And if that doesn't make you feel good, I don't know what does. Think about that. Heaven is our place of rest. We're done from living out this life here on planet Earth and contending for the faith and wrestling with principalities and fighting for the faith and running the race with all of the endurance that we can muster. And one day it's going to be over. And we're going to enter into eternal rest. And we're going to dwell and reign with Christ. So let's just keep it in perspective. And I want to share with you real quick some of the, the words, the encouraging words of Paul. It's found in Ephesians chapter 1. Listen to this. Praise the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Through Christ. God has blessed us with every spiritual blessing that heaven has to offer. Before the creation of the world, he chose us through Christ to be holy and perfect in his presence. Before the creation of the world, he chose us through Christ. Because of his love, he had already decided to adopt us through Jesus Christ. He freely chose to do this so that the kindness he had given us and his dear son would be praised and given glory through the blood of his son we are set free from our sins wow through the blood of his son you and i are set free from our sins god forgives our failures because of his overflowing kindness he forgives our failures. Thank goodness. He poured out his kindness by giving us every kind of wisdom and insight when he revealed the mystery of his plan to us. He had decided to do this through Christ. He planned to bring all of history to its goal in Christ. Then Christ would be head of everything in heaven and on earth. God also decided ahead of time to choose us through Christ, according to his plan, which makes everything work the way he intends. He planned all of this so that we who had already focused our hope on Christ would praise him and give him glory. You heard and believed the message of truth, 
the good news that he has saved you. In him you were sealed with the Holy Spirit whom he promised. This Holy Spirit is the guarantee that we will receive our inheritance. We have this guarantee until we are set free to belong to him. God receives praise and glory for this. Paul is saying that the Holy Spirit is our guarantee that we will receive our inheritance. God paid the Holy Spirit as a down payment so we can be assured we've received God's Spirit. We've received a down payment, a portion. So we are guaranteed to receive our inheritance in heaven. It's guaranteed. I hope this encourages you today. Everything is about Jesus, his son. Everything. Everything is about giving glory to Jesus. He chose us and he has sealed us with his Holy Spirit until we cross over, <laughs> until we step into heaven, our inheritance. Jesus, that's worth, that's worth fighting for. That's worth contending for the faith. That's what's worth keeping our faith and enduring till the end and overcoming what may get thrown our way. So I pray this encourages you today. Just enjoy every moment that you can as if it's our last. Have a good week. Keep your eyes on the prize. He has sealed you with his spirit. Until next time, we will talk soon.